Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Stoffer joining you from T-Mobile Arena. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more there. Still making it great. Get their new Canadian Club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. You can visit royalpizza.ca. Royal Pizza is Edmonton-owned and operated 14 locations in the Edmonton region. And they have... Um, Royal Pizzas in Red Deer and in Calgary as well. All right, we are going interactive here. Uh, next half hour, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree Resort Casino, open 24-7, 365. Excitement, bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, same number, 780-496-0063. We'll work in some texts. Um, but we've got another rack of calls right now. i got to say, people have been, uh, you know what? I think they kind of get it. It is a best of seven, not a best of one. Let's go to Thomas on line five. He's been waiting a long time. Hi, Thomas. Thanks for waiting. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call, Bob. Um, you yeah, you know, watching last night, I really do think, obviously, we look good. We did really look good. I think a couple of the the goals, I think it was their second, their third, and their fifth, uh, just beat Skinner pretty clean. And uh, he kind of he was wa- wa- watching it down the whole time. I'm wondering, do we do we look at Campbell maybe if we come home uh, and down 0-2? Oh, I think if you're, I think you definitely come back with Skinner for game two. I mean, the, I, I and I think, I, and that's what you're saying. You're saying as if if the orders drop two games to nothing down. At that point, oh, yeah. if you look at camp, I think all bets are off if they go, if they fall behind two nothing. But absolutely, you know, one thing about Jay Woodcroft, it has been one game at a time. That has been his approach, and that was the first regulation loss for the Oilers in twenty two games dating back to the regular season. Let's not forget they went 14-0-1 in the regular season. They went 4-2 and in the playoff series against L.A., and the Kings won both games in overtime. So Edmonton's been, and the Oilers were in last night's game. I mean, as poorly totally. as they played, it was a 5-4 game, and Edmonton was pushing in the third period. And it, I mean, McDavid gets robbed on a two-on-one shorthanded in the second, and then uh, Evander Kane had a couple jab plays down low. Uh, McDavid missed another opportunity in the third period. Um, but I do think if you fall behind 2 nothing, all bets are off in terms of what you might need to look to do to your lineup. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I think maybe a couple key saves last night obviously turns that game, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Skinner's earned it. Obviously, Calder Trophy uh, All-Star this year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go Oilers. Hope we, uh, hope we go back 1-1, Bob. Right, well, I'm with you. Uh, it's better than the yeah, alternative. Right, Thanks for the yeah, call, have Thomas. A great day, guys. Yep, you bet. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Let's go to Darcy on line number two. Hello, Darcy. How are you doing? Good. How about yourself? Good. What's going on? I uh, just want to say that uh, last night, uh, obviously not our our best effort, but I don't think it's it's anything to worry about um, in regards to the game. I think. Vegas, they they pretty much showed their hand. Um, 
I think that's the, the best that they're going to do. Um, but with the game changers that we have, I, I think there, there's more to be seen. And uh, with uh, the people that are kind of uh, underperforming, uh, I wouldn't say underperforming, but uh, like Nuge and, and Kane, um, obviously I, they're, they're going to come through in the clutch like they have in the past. And like I said, there's, there's nothing to worry about. Well, Don't you know hit what? the panic button yet. If it's if it gets to the point like two ner- two nothing makes you nervous and then three nothing you're in a world of hurt right but it is I mean I, I I'm gonna and I know we're gonna do this later in the show but I can remember back in 1998 okay so that was nowhere near as good a team as this team that team in 98 with Ronnie Lowell went 35 and 37 at 72 and 10 in the regular season 35 37 and 10 and they made the playoffs that year. And they were down 3-1 to Colorado. And I was doing uh, Foncord and Stats. In fact, I think I was working with ESPN in that series for the home games. And no one, when Edmonton lost, uh, uh, the Oilers fell behind 3-1 at home. No one had the Edmonton Oilers coming back against the Colorado Avalanche that year. Okay? I mean, the Avalanche had won the Cup in 96. They had Patrick Waugh goal. And Cujo, Blank, and Stone them the rest of the way. Stopped 92 out of 93 shots. Two shutouts. And I, I, even game six, I remember game six in Edmonton that year, at the end of the game, Ron Lowe lost it because Reichel was out there and Adam Denmarsh worked over Ryan Smith and guys like the Oilers were angry. And then they went into Colorado with Patrick Waugh being arguably the best goaltender of his generation and Cujo did you know stopped all 31 shots and they kicked the living crap out of the Colorado Avalanche at home and beat them for nothing and that's and that's when it was 3-1 like you never know what's going to happen if you had told me that team again 35 37 and 10 that that team was capable of rallying from 3-1 I would have told you you're on planet Zoltar who saw Florida rallying from 3-1 down against Boston absolutely so, right like even a more recent vintage, 2006. Uh, you know, many of the listeners know John Sexman's a good friend of mine. He went to the San Jose. He knows hockey, coaches hockey in town here, knows hockey. His son played in the Western League. He knows the game. You know, he's like, Bob, it wasn't close in San Jose. The Sharks were better in the first two games of that series in 06. And Oilers stormed back and won four games in a row. Like, that's and I, I think most of the fans get that that they've got enough experience watching the games over the year. You can't ever overreact to one game. Two makes you a little nervous. I was nervous. I was nervous last year in Calgary, in the second period. I was like, Flames one nine six are up three one in game two. Let's get going here. And the Oilers flipped the switch and changed the entire series. So, you know, we'll see. I'm with you. We'll see what ends up happening. Thanks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, 12-44 uh, here at uh, T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. The Oilers uh, coaches have just come on the ice. Uh, we had an emergency broadcast uh, message sent out there, a wildfire near TV, Drayton Valley. So uh, we're back on live. It is uh, currently 
Let's see, uh, 144 in Edmonton. I think we cut Mike. We're going to go back. to. We got Mike and Warren holding here. I want to get Mike in. Mike, thanks for being patient for that. All right, you were saying? Go for it. The floor yeah, is no yours. problem there, Bob. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, I just saying, you know, like, I, I think Jay's done a, a tremendous job, but not a lot of guys in their first 100 games as a coach get to Coach Leon and, and Connor. So I, I, I think we give him a little bit too much credit. Okay. Uh, I think Holland has surrounded him with a, a great team. And, hey, he's done a great job taking over for Tippett because obviously Dave wasn't getting the best out of the guys. But I guess my next question is, do you think that the big man has uh, lost his confidence a little bit with some struggles, uh, you know, in both series? And, you know, I, I think that Broberg, I mean, he's a guy that you really don't notice out there, which is a good thing when you're talking about D-man. So I, I think that they should go to 12 and 6 and it'd be Broberg in there. And then I, I really think we haven't seen the best of McDavid. I mean, he, he looked really good last night at the end of the game and, and ready to break out. But uh, both L.A. And, and so far Vegas have done a great job on him for, for Connor's standards, I guess. Yeah, uh, so by big mean, you refer to Vincent Darren, and I'm going to circle back to what Louis uh, DeBrus mentioned. I know for a fact that uh, DeHarnay's style of game, so they have these little uh, meetings with the serious supervisor, and is a guy that has to play the game on an, on, an, on an edge, and he got called a bunch. I mean, he got called on the overtime call. Um, it was was a team of Solani on the uh, said that is not a penalty in overtime. While it was a penalty on Vincent Arane, and it's always been my theory that they target rookies with calls like that. And as you get more experience, you get more calls. And I and I agree with Louie. I think that the officiating standard early in the series maybe has played a bit of a factor. That said, for me, the mistakes that he's made against LA and against in game number specifically in game four and against Vegas in game one were as much mental as they were physical I mean just he's got to manage the puck better on the first goal against that play can't happen if you're Vincent Dayarnay you have to simplify so uh, certainly in Dayarnay's case I mean there are lots of other orders players that turn pucks over Hyman had a tough game last night at times uh, Connor even on the empty net goal and I am with you I, we haven't seen Connor completely take a game over yet. We saw Dreisaitl do it last night. We had bad, we've seen Dreisaitl do it all. I mean, it's been unbelievable. And fair comment by you, not a lot of other coaches come to the NHL and inherit two players at the absolute height of their powers. And Ken Holland has built a better team. The one thing Jay did was include more players than Dave Tippett when he took over. And the Oilers improved their work for the puck. Uh, back to the puck. Hey, thanks for the call, Mike, and thanks for sticking with us, okay? Let's go to Warren, who's been waiting over 25 minutes on line number six. Warren, how you doing? Great. And yourself, Bob? Good. What do you got? Uh, first of all, I'd like to wish my condolences to the Klima family. Yep. Uh, two questions for you. Yep. Do we dare, 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 dare of an old Canadian Stanley Cup? Dare to dream of an all-Canadian Stanley Cup? Well, if it means Edmonton's in the Stanley Cup, I don't care who they play, but, yeah, why not? I mean, it'd be an absolute, be a riot if Edmonton played Toronto. It might be a riot both literally and figuratively. <laughs> okay, second, uh, anybody from the staff showing up here for the memorial? Are you in Kamloops? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd be almost certain that Tyler Wright will be at the Memorial Cup. Uh 
Now, Kamloops, they play tonight, right? Game four is tonight. Seattle's up two games to one. And Kamloops, well, Brendan Escott's from Kamloops. He's back in the 630 Chad Studios. And the uh, I, I understand that uh, Kamloops pretty much dominated game three. Again, like it was decisive game three. Sure. Was, it, was it not? Game four, yep. Can I be honest with you? My hope is Seattle wins the Western Hockey League Championship. And I say that because Kamloops is the host, and then because in my opinion, when I look at the two rosters, I think uh, Kamloops and Seattle are the two deepest teams. Now, let me ask you this: Do you go to a lot of the Blazers games? Uh, can't afford it. Okay. Have you heard of Connor Levitt? I listen Levitt? to it. I listen to them like I listen to you guys. Okay, because uh, there's a kid there, Connor Levis, that might be oh, yeah. a little bit... You know, everybody knows about Logan Stankoven and Olin Zellweger. Those guys are having off-the-chart years. Uh, Levis, yep. Levis could be a late-round sleeper, like a, a fourth or fifth-round sleeper. He's a six-foot-two winger. He's got some skill, and I, that, that's a guy I kind of wonder about whether or not he might be a guy that might be able to help some. I know he's had a decent offensive season in his draft year, so I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, th- thanks for the call. You waited a long time. Thanks a lot, Warren. I'll call again. All right, thanks. There you go. Uh, 780-496-0063. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. All right, uh, we got a lot to uh, get to. Uh, Bob, when I get nervous like you do, uh, I pull out my emergency flask and have a good shot. Cools me right down. That one comes to us from Cletus. Um uh, Randy says, Bob, I think that Woodcroft erred on his lines last night. Do you know what Tippett would have done? Uh, he would have tried to ride 29.97 on one line. Woodcroft needs to split those two for the majority of their 5v5 time against uh, Vegas. Well, part of the reason he went to it is because the orders were down 3-1. Like, um, it was not going well for Edmonton in stages in that game, and he needed to change and alter the course of the uh, of the game last night. And it, it is a uh, option for uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Wally, Wally says, Bob, I know in losing a game it shouldn't matter who the three stars are, but I find it very disappointing that the NHL didn't have Dry Settle as one of the three stars. The NHL had Barbashev one, Chandler Stevenson two, and Mark Stone three. All three had great games, but come on, let's be honest. Does this go to show the lack of interest in the American side of the NHL uh, for a Canadian side? Um, from Wally, I, I, I got to find out who picked the stars. That's totally a home team count, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know how you don't have Dreisaitl a star in the game when the guy's got four goals in the game. What do you think, Brendan? Is that out to lunch, or do you think you're thinking the same thing? Like, seriously, man, you don't have... Leon Dreisaitl just scored four goals in a playoff game, and they don't have him as one of the three stars? How does that happen? They lose credibility with that. Yeah, ex- well, that's exactly it. I mean, it just looks like a, a bunch of people who wanted to favor their own side. And they, that did not happen the night before when Joe Pavelski hung four goals on Seattle in a he losing effort. Home, he was acknowledged. But he was at home. I guess that's the difference, but that's a bad look on Vegas. Yeah, it it, it, it is. I mean, it's it's kind of, frankly, it's kind of Bush League. Like, I, I you know... There's most of the games TV picks the stars. Some nights it's in the preseason, it's home radio. If the Oilers win, we always pick two stars no matter what from Edmonton. Okay, on the nights where we pick the stars. Um, I do think you need to acknowledge the players on the other team, though. 
You can text us at 7804960063. Andy S. The Carpet Guy says, Bob and Brendan, I may be alone in the wilderness, but I think Jack Campbell should get the next start. I think Stuart Skinner is a tired rookie. Hmm. Okay. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Bob, kind of like it when talk show hosts don't want to talk about the change in goaltending, possibly. I, I, personally, I wouldn't do the change yet. I think you got to give Skinner another start. Plus, he gets a couple days off in between, but it doesn't mean they're not. I, I don't know what Jay Woodcroft's going to do. Maybe he comes back with uh, Jack Campbell. There you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Rob from LeDuc says, I second the Jack Campbell option. Bob, do you remember Foster Hewitt? Uh, I remember Bill Hewitt more than Foster Hewitt, to be frank with you. You know, I didn't have a lot of experience growing up listening to Foster Hewitt. It was a little bit more... uh, uh, a little bit more relative in terms of when I grew up was more Bill Hewitt. I guess Foster Hewitt, 1972, right? He was doing the play-by-play of the 72 Summit Series, which many of you were not around for. Bob, the reason they keep playing with McDavid and Drysaddle together is with, uh, because the team is flawed or there's injuries. <laughs> uh, Bob, what a stupid comment by the guy on Skinner saying he looks tired. He just had a week off. He's young. How in the heck is he tired? Well, I, I know, like, I don't think Stuart Skinner was the issue in last night's game. Uh, Herm says, question from last night's game. How many goals were scored when Leon was on the ice? He missed a big uh, uh, goal, a second goal against the uh, Vegas scored. Big turning point in the game. Yeah, on that one, I didn't like what the D pairing did, and that was Nurse and CeCe. Nurse over-rotated to CeCe's side of the ice. They hit the backside trailer, and Drysaddle was late to react to that play. He still scored four goals. Like, (laughs) at the end of the the day, uh, by the way, this is a... This is is now showing signs of being a uh, fairly extensively... uh, attended practice today. I thought it might be a little bit of a uh, OPT, but there's a lot of guys out on the ice right now. We'll see if we can uh, maybe do a little bit of a check here as uh, time goes on. But again, you can text us 780-496-0063. The media availability originally was scheduled today for 1230, um, which is it's now 1255 here at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, and it was an optional practice. There's a lot of guys out on the ice for the optional practice. By the way, uh, we have an interesting conversation coming up at 105 today. Edmonton Oilers Assistant General Manager Brad Holland on what pro scouting does at this time of the year and uh, maybe areas of emphasis without getting too specified because, of course, you can't because other players are under contract right now. Again, you can text us, uh, 780-496-0063. Darren and Prince George says this. Hey, guys, Skinner wasn't the issue. Jay is not going to make a change as it looked like he's panicking. Skinner will be fine. The team will be better from Darren up in Prince George. I agree. I think the team's going to be fine. And I do think they're going to have a better performance uh, coming up on Saturday because they can't play much worse than they were. They were not good enough last night against Vegas. 
They had a lot of guys that are looking for better night coming up Saturday. It's a 5 o'clock puck drop in Edmonton. Hmm. Uh, Bob, Bettman will not allow a Canadian Stanley Cup playoff. No American team. Profit is down. Orders last night. Uh, poor defending. Uh, poor back check. Skinner did fine. Play Campbell. Okay. No offense to Skinner. That one comes to us from Robert. We'll see. DK. <laughs> DK. Uh, DK from St. Albert says, do you think Jay would uh, even play Holloway if we were to get in a game? It seems like the coach doesn't like to play him. They're going to be playing him next year. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's probably going to play in their top nine virtually from day one on. I'd be stunned if you don't see Holloway take a big uh, stuff forward. And uh, we will uh, head off to a global news weather traffic update at uh, 157 with Randy Kilburn and come back with Oilers assistant GM Brad Holland.